Hey guys, welcome back to today's episode of the Refreshingly Human podcast. How's your day going? Yeah, I totally can't hear you, but I thought I'd ask. Um, I hope your day's going amazing. Um, I'm so charming, I know. Um, for I just, like, wow. You guys, the response I got to the last episode was more than I could have ever anticipated, and thank you from the bottom of my heart. I don't really have the right words. I don't know what to say. Um... <laughs> okay, I literally didn't talk for like two days after. I did, but very little, and I spent a lot of the time alone after because I was just really trying to feel all of the gratitude and all of the kindness from all of the messages I got from you guys. Like, I've never felt so abundant and supported in my life. And for me to not talk, that's telling you something. Like, for me to really <laughs> just shut the fuck up and feel is like a lot. And that's what I did. So just thank you. Thank you a million. Um, it's still in awe still it's crazy um so welcome to today's episode the title of today's episode is the next episode i know yes it's a dr dre reference yes it's literally the next episode literally <laughs> the next episode um but it's also kind of deeper than that yeah larissa you gotta do that thing where you make it all weird and get emotional and shit i know um my life is doing crazy things like crazy things are happening in my life there's been so many shifts and changes lately and I feel like I'm going through this metamorphosis like I'm shedding my skin and I've I don't know I've spent a lot of time alone I have really really like kind of dove into taking care of myself in a way that I've never done before and changing the way that I communicate a little bit and speaking less and hearing more which that's a work in progress that's going to be a work in progress for a long time um, sometimes I talk to fill up space because it's comforting to me when I'm uncomfortable and I'm really trying to work on that. Um, and I hope that today is not this. You know, my friend, I'm not going to talk about that, actually. Just Tyler, if you're listening to this, thank you, thank you, thank you for the conversation we had yesterday. That was just extremely supporting and thank you a million. Um, same with you, Kari. You guys both are just really, really kind and no words. No words for the gratitude I have. Um, anyways... So, like I said, a lot has been shifting lately. I've been spending a lot of time alone, whatever, whatever, realizing stuff. This is the year of, like, realizing stuff. Kylie Jenner reference. Okay, I'm going to stop talking about, like, (laughs) the introduction and why this is called the next episode and just kind of get into today's topic. Um, So, basically, it's in response to a post that I keep seeing. I think the first time I saw it, it was on the Spiritually Aligned Instagram page. It's spiritually underscore aligned. If you don't follow them, I highly suggest it. This isn't sponsored. I just really love their feed and their content. It really serves me. Um, but I think that's the first place I saw it, but I've seen it on a few different, like, uprising spiritual type of accounts, and then some friends have reposted it, and a lot of people are saying, stand in your power stand in your power fuck men stand in your power that's the response that i'm getting to this post let me read it so you have some more context uh context um but the post reads you're rare so many people are going to fall in love with the idea of having you but most of them aren't used to rare so they're foreign to it and they'll lack the capacity to treat you as such and that's where they'll lose you i'm the worst ever at reading out loud which is one of the main reasons why this isn't a scripted podcast because i'm terrible at it so probably go read that from the actual account because i'm terrible at it so so bad um but you know it's not even the response itself or the post itself that needs the response really i think that the post is beautiful and i think there's a deeper meaning than just fuck men i don't even think it's just about men yes it's literally says the words 
in love with the idea of having you, but I don't think it just goes for relationships. I think that friendships and families and jobs even can have this idea that the concept of you is great because you're this above and beyond extraordinary being, right? Because you are, if you're listening to this, if you're not listening to this, if you exist at all, you're extraordinary and you deserve to be treated as such because regardless of what your contribution is and if it's bigger or smaller on whatever scale you're being measured at, your contribution to anything that you give is different than any other person can give. I promise you that. That is a fact. What you contribute to this world, good, bad, in the middle, whatever, what doesn't matter. Your contribution is different than any other person can give. And if somebody can't recognize that and they don't want to support that, like on any level, relationship, job, whatever, fuck off. Pretty simple. Um, and... So I wanted to say that, and two, I wanted to say that standing in your power is so aggressive, right? Because to me, I think that the bigger you try to stand, the smaller you try to make everyone else around you. And that, to me, is so weak because you're not okay in just knowing your own worth. And so to me, I like to say stand in your worth, right? Like, don't get me wrong, I still say stand in your power sometimes, but I think that, stand, like, you know, there's just one of those things that people say, but stand in your worth to me it means a lot more than that, right? And when I say stand in my power, I feel myself get aggressive and I feel it coming from a place of insecurity. But when I say I'm standing in my worth, that is me knowing that, no, again, my contribution and what I could give this person or this thing or this environment or whatever, what I can give is different and it holds value and it should be acknowledged as the uniqueness that I give, right? And not that I'm higher or lower than any other person, but I'm doing my best to show up as what I can show up as, right? And, um, it's as simple as that. It's, that's a beautiful thing. And I think that more people should say that stand in your worth, stand in your worth, stand in your worth, stand in your power. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. You're big stand in your worth. No, you're divine. Okay. Acknowledge your divinity, acknowledge and prioritize that you give a contribution, that you're growing, that you have this potential, that you have this beauty and all of these things that the list goes on. Right. But when you do that, when you know what you're contributing, do it in a way that's soft and gentle, okay? Because we have this natural fight or flight in, like defense mechanism in, within us, right? And it's really, really easy, especially with me. I struggle with it a lot to want to scream and to want to be reactive. And I know that this anger and this need to feel powerful is almost always coming from a place of insecurity, sometimes passion too, but always insecurity. And it's not just within me, right? It has nothing to do with it, how insecure and non-insecure I am as a person. It has to do with I know that anger comes from a place of you not feeling like what you think is right is happening. That's what anger is, right? That's what it is. And so, I mean, yes, there's other things, but <laughs> that's, that is what it is, right? It's coming from a place of why is this thing not happening the way that I think it should be happening? Always. Okay. Whether it's you're angry at your kid for not doing the dishes, whether it's you're mad at the guy that cut you off or you're mad at the prices of something, whatever it is, it's happening because it doesn't conform to what you want. So why be angry? Because you can't control other people's shit anyways, right? That's a, but that's a different thing. But again, the need to feel like you're in control and to say, hey, fuck you, like by saying, hey, fuck you to the guy that cut you off or by telling your kid that they suck because they didn't do the dishes, are you actually changing anything? No right? And not everything is as simple as just walking away and flying away, right? But for the bigger things that aren't just momentary and the things that are impactful and like long term, it's people look at the, the flight mechanism as being weak, right? As being like, why though? Why is it so weak? To me, I think that if you're sitting on the floor and you're fighting, and you're battling and you're going to battle at somebody with somebody, 
everyone in a fight walks away with a scratch or a sore muscle. No one walks away unharmed, regardless of how big you are or small you are. You walk, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't care how strong you think you are. You're going to walk away. And I'm not talking about physical fights here in case you haven't caught that. I'm talking about, this is all figurative language, but you are in some way beating yourself down and beating someone else up. Okay. And also when you're fighting, spectators come, right? If you're causing a scene and you're making a big deal and you're being aggressive, people are going to give their opinions, whether they're warranted or not, they're going to say what they have to say. And it's almost never positive and like helps you out ever. Right. And that's seen as being the power move for whatever reason. But when you fly to me, that's magical because what is anyone going to say if you're flying above all the shit if you're literally above all the shit and you're choosing to just go feel something else because you do not want to engage with this you want to just go somewhere else and get catch some nice views that right there what is anyone going to say about that and I'm not saying that you should do this because of what other people are saying that don't get me wrong this is for you right but the people that do want to give their opinions they have nothing to say but oh my god look at that person that's magical. Look at what she's doing. Look at what he's doing. What? Look at what they're doing. Look at that. They're they're just flying. Like that's magical. What are you? What's anyone gonna say about that? No one can say shit. Like you're just fucking up there. And another thing is that don't get me don't get me like don't get it twisted that when you're up there, you're above anybody else because you're not. Even if you are figuratively or literally above anybody else, or you're bigger than anybody else, or you're higher than anybody else, it doesn't mean that you're not. Or that you're better than them, right? Because again, this is not being in your, that's not, that's being in your power. You're bigger than them in your power. But if you're in your worth, you just aren't being bothered trying to like show your power to anybody. You just know it, right? Because even the strongest birds have to land sometimes. Everyone comes back to earth. No matter how long your journey is, you're going to come back down to earth because you're not fucking superhuman. So you can have these highs and you can have these lows, but just getting off the ground in the first place and choosing to not engage and choosing to separate yourself, that is so, so important. So important. And, like, it also involves not belittling anybody else, right? You're not, there's, again, because, like, again, when I said that this isn't, like, a real physical fight, right, when you're, when you're saying these, I'm angry at you because you did this, or this job isn't paying me this, or they're not showing up my, they're not showing me what I deserve, or whatever, whatever you're trying to convince these people of doing, you're belittling them, it's natural, right? You're comparing yourself to others, right? And no matter how many times you try to give this forceful explanation of who you are and what you deserve, you are never going to change a damn thing if it's not right for you, okay? You have your calling. If you know what your calling is and it involves your words, by all means, baby girl, do your thing, baby boy, whatever you are, just go do your damn thing, right? But if this isn't your passion, you're just staying in something because it's comfortable and because you're trying to convince yourself that this is what you deserve or this is the best that you're going to get. Or if you leave this toxic relationship because you have a home and children together, that that's going to be better for your kids because it's going to be harder for you. No, babe. No. I'm sorry. No. Staying in a toxic relationship, even if you have children, is is not the right answer. I don't know every single circumstance, obviously, right? But all I'm saying is that it's okay to take the power to walk away and be uncomfortable for a while. It's okay to quit the nine to five job. It's okay to to go follow your passion. You can do that. Is it going to be easy? Fuck no, it's not going to be easy. You're learning to fly again. Maybe, or maybe you learned how to walk and you thought that that's all you had to do for the rest of your life, but you built this nest and you're trying to stay comfortable in it and it's not serving you and the branches are rotting, right? If that's what's happening at this point, regardless of, again, if it's a you know, a job, a situation, a family, a home, whatever. If you are stuck in this place that is rotting and you are growing out, you're, and you are outgrowing it, fly. Even if you fall face first out of the fucking tree, out of the nest, onto your fucking ass, you tried. Get back up, try again. 
and again and again. And maybe, you know, like I said, you'll be off the ground for two seconds or maybe you'll be fly, you know, you'll fly right out and it'll be smooth sailing from here on out. It won't, at least for most of us, <laughs> but you're still trying, you know, you're still growing. And like I said, I know it sounds really daunting to know that nothing that you say is going to convince this person to love you. Nothing that you could say is going to convince this, your job, you know, your manager to hire you or promote you or whatever, right? That's scary, but isn't that so freeing? Because, like, really, does any of that shit matter? Like, long-term, does it actually matter? Only if you choose to let it matter, right? You can move on, and you can go get something better for yourself. Because, like, to me, this sounds really cheesy, but, like, what's, what is a lover without love? It's just a fucking orgasm. You can give yourself one, babe. Like, sorry for my family that's listening to this, but, like, that's what it is, you know? But it's the same thing. Like, what's a job without a purpose? What is the point? What What's the point? Like, why are we just going through the motions, right? We're doing it for the validation. We're doing it for the comfort, but those things when we stay in the things that aren't meant for us they need oh my god my family's around <laughs> they're talking so sorry if you hear babies in the background um but in sorry i got distracted <laughs> but the more that you're doing those things out of comfort and for validation and for short term you know what i'm saying like whatever feel good or a paycheck right it's like the more constant simulation you're going to need to feel secure in it. If it's right for you, you're not going to need to question it. Your negatives aren't going to outweigh your positives. You're not going to feel the need to explain why this is right to you if someone else asks or even try to explain it to yourself while you're staying in this. You're not going to, you're just going to know it in your soul, right? If it's right for you, you're going to know. Don't, you might have your insecurities and your ego and your pride or whatever that gets in your way that you're going to have to work through, but it's not going to be, you know, it's okay to be scared when something is bigger than what you think you can handle when you know that you can handle it. That's different than saying this is horrible for me but it's easier because I know how to do this job or this man is comfortable for me or whatever right that's easier but it's not for you and I can't really put that into words but I hope, hope I, you know podcast the whole point is for me to put shit into words and I can't get it into words whatever <laughs> but hopefully you're getting what I'm trying to say I just think that for me mm, Okay, think about a tree, okay? It's this tree. You have a tree, okay? And then fall comes and all the leaves fall and then winter comes and then there's these few leaves trying to hold on to your fucking life, right? And you can hold on to those leaves, right? But regardless, no matter what, eventually they're going to break and they're going to fall off, okay? And from and you're, the tree's going to look a little naked, maybe not so pretty to a lot of people, right? Which to me, I think that if you let your fucking leaves fall, you're fucking gorgeous and I applaud you, right? But if the leaves fall, they have to decompose like what you let go of decomposes so you can rebuild from the ground up that's literally what a tree does right the leaves fall the, they go into the soil they break down you know and then if you help from a little bit of sunshine a little bit of water that you can just provide by showing up in the right places at the right time and yes it's going to be somewhat more abundant in some places and you might overwater the first season or whatever right and it's not going to look the same way but regardless the next season that tree comes back more beautiful than ever with more leaves, with more flowers blooming, stunning, right? But to get there, you have to let go of all the other leaves. You have to let yourself decompose. You have to let yourself stand naked and proud in the rain for a while. You have to, okay? And once you do that, you have this amazing rebirth, and it's scary. And some seasons, like I said, some winters last longer and your summer's short, and you can't control that. That's the environment. You can't control that, right? But you can choose how tall you want to stand, and you can choose how long you want to hold the weight of other people's shit on your shoulders. That is your choice. That is your choice. I know 
that's heavy. I know I sound a little bit aggressive right now. It's because I care and because I had to teach myself this for the second time pretty recently. And, you know, I, like I said, I was, in the beginning, I've been shedding again. I've been shedding, I'm not going to get into it, but like a few years ago, I had three friends that I was friends with from the time I was seven or eight years old. And I didn't talk to any of them. Like, I, like within six months, I think I lost all of my friends and dropped out of college. And I was like, whoa. And I started a new job and I moved back home and it was lonely. And then now I have these amazing badass friends and, you know, I'm doing the damn thing <laughs> and I feel really good about myself, but I think that it might be time for another shedding, but it's scary and it's vulnerable and it's lonely and it feels so fucking good all at the same time because I know now, because I've already done it one time before, right, that... I'm shedding completely different things. I didn't fall into the same things, right? But because I, I am shedding them again, right? I know that the views of the freedom are worth so much more than any job or any validation from somebody within my comfort zone that was no longer serving me could have ever given me, okay? The type of love that I can experience now within my friendships and within myself and within my relationships, that's so different, right? The communication that I accept in my life, the celebration that I accept from employers, like all of those things, those come from me. Okay. And from me walking away and being like, I mean, literally having to say, Hey, you're not celebrating me, man. I got to go. Okay. Or Hey friend, that wasn't very cash money of you. Like we can do better. And like, or within myself, Hey, that wasn't very cash money of me. Like, how can I do better? And if those people aren't willing to do better for you, that's when it's time to be like, Oh, bye. Sorry. Bye bye. You know what I'm saying? Um, they have to at least be willing and not just say it. They have to act on it too. Whether it's, you know, you can't have these promised promotions. You can't have, oh, someone just heard that. Someone someone knew who that was. I'm talking to you, girl. You know. <laughs> you can't just have these broken promises. It has to be actions on their intentions. And you have to know what their intentions are. And you have to communicate. And again, this goes for relationships, jobs, environments, family members, whatever. And if that's not that. And I'm not saying they have to serve you and carry you through the shit. But I'm saying if they're not giving you what they're saying they're going to give you. And what they're giving you isn't enough to help you and where you want to go bye like it has to be mutual too you have to give it back but you get the point I'm kind of just rambling and babbling and whatever that's what this whole thing is babbles-ish um so yeah think about the damn tree you know I'm just saying that you can give yourself permission in this exact moment that sorry <laughs> you can give yourself permission that it's okay to be kind to yourself and it's okay to stand in your worth you might be lonely you might be uncomfortable for a while like I said but if you don't allow yourself to be convinced that the long-term effects but or sorry it might be uncomfortable and lonely but don't allow yourself to convince yourself that the long-term effects won't outweigh this like short-term awkward phase right this phase where you're broke or you're lonely or whatever right like it's gonna get better only if you choose to make it better but trying to fix something that's broken when you can just go buy the new damn machine, even if you have to save up for a while, do the damn thing. Buy the new fucking machine. You know what I'm saying? Buy the new damn car. You know, again, metaphors. Hopefully you're getting what I'm saying. If you don't know me, this probably doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but I'm doing my best to explain what I'm trying to say. Um, you don't know anybody a damn explanation. Like, not in the slightest. <laughs> LOL. Yeah, I just said LOL, which is hysterical. But um, it's funny how I'm saying, like, be soft. And I'm saying, you don't know anybody a damn thing. <laughs> When I wrote that, I wrote that down in my journal. You don't, you don't owe anyone a damn thing. And then I put in parentheses, she said in the softest way possible, because <laughs> I just know how absurd I am. Um, <laughs> but you can simply walk away from people. You can walk away from situations knowing that you are worthy of all the damn things. Okay. You don't have to settle just to settle. You are an extraordinary person and you are accepting mediocre, mediocre, very ordinary environments and energy. Whether you are doing this because you are 
feeling you, you'd rather feel sorry for yourself because that's easier or you're working partying scrolling doing whatever you got to do to distract yourself from reality or you're doing this because you are trying to convince yourself that this is all you deserve stop it go out and fly get out of this fucking comfort zone get out of your little nest and fly fall hang you know meet some new friends on the way hang out do what you got to do shed your skin fly out of your nest and i promise you i promise the views are going to be worth it okay like trust your gut if something doesn't feel right stand up for yourself even if and i'm not saying you have to move out right this second i'm not saying you have to do that i'm not saying you have to quit your job on the spot i'm not saying you can't do that if that's what feels right please follow that but what i'm saying is you have permission to give yourself the life that you deserve even if it's going to be hard okay these people i know you know women and men right they (laughs) they go to college they get a fucking phd okay that is so hard they're doing that while paying for their their own bills working two jobs going to school raising a child okay and then they get to this job that's miserable and they work so hard to get there and they get to the job that's miserable and they stay there because they're they're making the money to pay back their student loans but are they happy what was the point of all of that if you're not happy right or you know you invest all this money into a wedding and you know that you're not marrying the person that you're supposed to marry but you're marrying them because you're supposed to marry them because it's you know you're 35 and you're supposed to get married now right or (laughs) you're going to college in the first place right fuck the the job that you got but you're going to college because you're supposed to go to college right no it's it's a lot harder actually to go get a job and make a career without the without the college degree right because you don't have that box that gives society permission to accept you and embrace you and pay you right but doesn't mean that you can't do it. I'm not saying you shouldn't go to college. I'm not saying you should go to college. I'm saying do what feels right to you, even if other people don't agree with it. Walk away from the relationships that don't support you. Walk away from the job that's that it's going nowhere, okay? Walk away from the sexual harassment you're getting from some weird family member or friend of a friend. You don't have to sit there and take it. And you also don't have to sit there and make it a big deal and make it about you. You can just walk away. You don't have to sit there and be like, I mean, I used to do it all the time. In my first relationship, I remember I would just sit there and I would say, babe, like, I'm gorgeous. What do you mean? And, and, and I'm funny. And I remember like, oh God, he cheated on me. And I posted this stupid ass rant and I don't even know why I'm talking about this right now, but he cheated on me and I was little and broken. And I, I posted this thing and I was like, find another bitch that's good with money and, or that's good with children and find another bitch that can cook and find another bitch that can shake her ass like me. And it's like, what the fuck am I doing that for? Was that coming from a place of power or insecurity? Probably both, right? Because that made me feel good at that time, but it was so short term. And immediately after the day after, I remember being so mortified that I ever said something like that out loud not because it wasn't true because it was I am those things right and I am worthy of all the of all the good right but how dare like Larissa why would you ever have to slip that low imagine why and there's so many other people out there doing that why would you ever slip or sorry slip so low because now the relationships and the friendships that I have around me now I don't want to say a damn thing They'll send me random texts and they'll send or, you know, do random acts of kindness or show up for me when I didn't even ask them to show up. They just know that I needed them in that moment, whether it's through my energy or whatever. And they give me more than I could have ever gotten from the man that I was trying or the boy. Okay. Also, girl, you know who I'm talking to right now. It was a boy, not a man. Right. And no matter how much I try to convince him or no matter how much I try to convince, you know, this situation or this situation or my parents or whatever, no matter how much I try to tell them, I am worthy of that. I don't deserve to be spoken to or treated that way. I am worthy of more than what you're giving me right now. No matter how many times I did that, did it ever change a damn thing? No. You know what did change a damn thing? Me walking away. Okay. And I've never, even right now where I'm bare boned and I'm standing in the rain naked, right. And I'm decomposing. My leaves are decomposing. Even when I'm doing that, 
I feel so much more powerful and so much more strong. And I don't have to explain anything to anybody. Okay. I mean, I know I'm doing it for the podcast, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to explain to somebody why I'm worthy of love. I don't have to explain to somebody why I'm worthy of X amount of dollars. I don't have to explain to somebody why I'm worthy of your fucking time. That's not my job. My job as a human is to live my life and actually live it. I have freedom. I live in the United States and, you know, it's not perfect. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of shit, but that's a different episode if I even get into that. But I live in a space and time where women can have a conversation I live in a space and time where I have access to knowledge. I live in a space and time where I can connect to people. I live in a space and time where I can grow for myself. I have the extreme, extremely fortunate situation where I have the the luxury of getting to know myself and work through myself because I even have free resources at my fingertips. I get that. And most of you probably have that too. And I'm not saying everyone gets to walk around a beautiful neighborhood every day sipping coffee you know, sipping $5 coffee, smelling the roses, which I get to do, and I'm extremely fortunate for that. Would I be still living where I live if I did that? Probably not, but it's something that I serve myself with, right? And the point is that it's scary, and I went six months where I probably had, like, no real friends. I had acquaintances, and I don't even think I had those other than coworkers for three or four months, right? And then you do it, and then all of a sudden, you realize that your pain is no longer there and that you're healing from it and that you feel good about yourself and that you can stand up for yourself without being aggressive and you get to just walk away from things and you d- don't owe anybody anything. You, But what you do owe, you owe yourself to live life because you only get one and your time is never going to come back. Your time that you have on this earth, you don't know when it ends. So be nice to yourself and live right now. Feel free now. Give yourself that freedom because most of us live in this free fucking country and we are trapped. We are enslaved to the dollar. We are enslaved to a man. We are enslaved to whatever. Go out and live. Go. Feel the skin. Move your body. Celebrate what you can do. Drink some damn water. Rest. Go out and party the next night. Do what you got to do to feel alive and really feel alive. Please, 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 please. Okay, um, I'm going to stop being an emotional hippie now. Um, I have to go to work in not that long. I should maybe get ready. I hope you're having an amazing day. Um, that was pretty intense. That was pretty emotional for me, but that was really good. Wasn't that good? I felt good to say out loud. Um, so, yeah, welcome to the next episode. Larissa's free. 2020, it's free and it's abundant and it is not easy. And I hope that your 2020 looks something like that. Um... Yeah, I wish you all the kindness and abundance, and that is all. I hope you're having an amazing day. All the love. Kisses, 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 kisses. Don't be weird. ASMR. Okay, bye.